It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. Before we start the show, I want to pass on something I've learned from my therapist earlier today. I've had the same shrink for years. And really, and I pass this advice to you. He said to me, the basis of happiness is telling the truth. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, we spend so much energy to denial, to use cliche, to think we have to be like everybody else, instead of telling how we feel, being ourselves, and just defining ourselves not through what other people expect from us, but what we expect from ourselves. And then our partner can love us for who we are, not someone we're not. And I really think that's so true. The more honest you are with yourself and with your partner, the more healthy the relationship is. So I just want to pass on that advice he gave me this morning because, you know, he's been a very smart man in my life for many years. Anyway, back to you and your questions, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Asia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Asia. So tell me what's going on. Well, I I used to have this boyfriend, um... He was a little older, he was very wealthy, and he used to buy me a lot of nice things and take me on nice dinners, and it was kind of a nice lifestyle that I was starting to get accustomed to, but there wasn't really any spark, and and I stopped dating him, and now I'm dating this new guy who I really, really like a lot, Mm -hmm. but I'm having the opposite problem because he's broke, and I got so used to being taken care of and treated well by the sugar daddy that I'm kind of feeling a little bit like I've lost that. Uh-huh. So let's be honest 100%. In terms of happiness, how much happiness brought you the sugar daddy ex-boyfriend compared to the new broke boyfriend? That's a good question. I feel like, I mean, different kinds of happiness, but in terms of relationship happiness, definitely the new boyfriend. Yet, you're calling me because you're not sure you should stay with the new boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, what if money becomes a concern for us? It's going to destabilize the relationship down the road. Because if you date somebody who's insecure uh, financially, well, as wonderful as they can be, the instability financially will impact your stability emotionally. So... It can be overcome. You can absolutely, you know, date somebody who is broke and who have financial problem. But you may enter a situation where he's going to ask you for money and stuff like that. Just because if you love each other, you should support each other, whether you're a man or woman, doesn't matter. So, Asia, the question I have for you, in your intuition, do you think it's more important for you to feel stable in terms of financial stability versus romantic stability? Where Where is for you the balance leaning towards maybe I made the decision to leave money so that I could find love and I should probably see where that goes listen I like it I just wanted to make sure you you knew what you were doing because I think that um, as long as you are uh, self you know aware and also self-supporting yourself Asia then then you're good Uh, so I like your answer I didn't push too much on my own because I wanted to know where you stand uh, you know, yeah, f- I, but I think I appreciate finance. that because now I know that, you know, we're going to have to keep open communication about finances, you know. Uh, absolutely. I mean, this is the number one problem uh, among people that are together, finance. Uh, so talk about it. 
work as a team, but always, always honesty, okay? Okay. All right. Enjoy your new relationship, Asia, and thank you for your call. Merci. Thank you. Merci à toi et bonsoir. Question for you. How important is it to date somebody financially stable? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. How important is it for you to date somebody financially stable? Because all the stats I found shows that financial you know, issues, problems is the number one leading cause of stress in relationships. Because, as you know, the tree of love has to grow on solid roots. The roots are not just like chemistry or uh, you know, how we are together or a romantic aspect or even a culture. No, it's also based on reality, making each other feel safe. It doesn't have to be luxury. I'm not talking about you know luxury or, or, or opulence. I'm talking about feeling safe with each other. And actually, I'm going to put a poll on my social media about this, how important it is for you to date somebody financially stable because I want to know how you feel. Um, I think it's very important to be with somebody responsible. That is my answer. It doesn't matter how much they have. It matters that they're responsible and you can rely on them. And let me share with you a personal story when I disregard this very principle of a stable relationship when it comes to money. That is coming up next. So have you ever been infatuated by somebody that was the most charming, cute, handsome, or attractive, whatever it's men or women, whatever qualification you want to give them, and you're just infatuated? So I was infatuated with this woman who was really charming. But she was not responsible for money. And, and so but it was ridiculous. So, for instance, and that was in my uh, right after college. So I was probably 23. I was starting to work 24, something like that. So I didn't have much money. And she would always say, uh, can I use your credit card to put some gas in my car, this, that. And I would say, yes, you know, gas is not the end of the world. And it would always end up by being something else, something else, something else. And then I don't know what happened. She used my credit card to buy I don't know, like $1,000 of, of stuff. She said she needed it, and I had to pay off over time. And I said to myself, this is the last time. From now on, I really want to date people that are responsible for their own life. It, it, I think it's so important. Don't you agree? We'll put a poll on social media at Rendezvous Radio. We'll see what you think. And your calls and your questions are next. You have a question about your relationship? Just call the rendezvous, 855 8255. Bonjour, Julia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you tonight, Julia? Well, I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for nine years. And last night I went on a date. It was our second date. And he ordered ribs. And it's not that I care that he really eats meat. It was just that he ate it so savagely. Like, I felt like he was trying <laughs> to, like, rub it in my face that I don't eat animals. And... I just was completely grossed out by it, and I just don't think I want to see him again, but I don't know if I'm making the right decision. I see. Well, lifestyle matters a lot. So exactly when he start eating, like you said, a savage, um, you were disgusted? Yes, I was just completely disgusted and like appalled. I couldn't believe he was eating like that. It was, it was gross. I see. Well, so give me some good reasons why you would want to see him again. I mean, is there? let's try to... To find, is there any good reasons to see this guy again? I mean, we we have good conversation, and he's handsome. <laughs> but ah. I just, I was just so turned off by the way he ate. I see. Well, listen. The thing is, once you've reached the point of being disgusted by somebody, 
and coming back. So I, it's I. That's an expression. When I hear a, a friend of mine or somebody I know tell me, you know, I was disgusted. It's an expression of how upset you are. So my advice really is to stick with somebody who has the same lifestyle than you if possible. Because it's very difficult if you're a vegan and the person with you is not at restaurants. So, so it's not impossible. But if you can, don't go on a second date with the guy. Try to uh, find another guy who at least, you know, is not eating like a savage <laughs> yeah. ribs or, or steaks, okay? Okay, I think you're right. Yes, because how are you going to kiss the guy? You know, you're gonna, it's, it's going to be too much yeah, for you. Yeah, I don't want to be part. grossed out <laughs> every time he eats. <laughs> exactly. And if you're grossed out, there is no romance, no ooh-la-la, nothing at all. So yeah, that's it. All right, Julia, well, you know what to do. So stay away from this guy and, and uh, on to the next. Thank you. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Talking about lifestyle, let's be honest. How important is it for you to date or to be with somebody who share the same lifestyle than you? Let's talk about that next. How important is it for you to date somebody who shares the same lifestyle than you? And I mean by that, that if you, like my last caller, Julia, you're a vegan, and then she got disgusted because this guy, even though he was handsome and good conversation, but the way he, he was eating like a savage in front of her, the ribs, you know, she felt disgusted. And I really believe that when it comes to dating, Lifestyle is one of the principal things we should take in consideration because for the future of the relationship, if you don't share the same lifestyle, more or less, if you don't have things in common you like to do, I mean, I think honestly it's as important as chemistry. That if you have chemistry with that lifestyle, just chemistry, you won't go very far. And if you have lifestyle without chemistry, you won't go out together. So I don't know what you think, and I'm going to ask you to vote on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, how important is lifestyle. But I think this is one of the key for a successful relationship. And now I'm going to share a funny story of what happened to me about lifestyle and a relationship in the past. So here's a true story. In my my younger days, like probably, I would say, late uh, 20s, early 30s, you know, I was more athletic than I am now. I play a lot of ping pong, but I used to play tennis, ski, hike and all this, but I met a girl who was huge into horse riding. Now, between you and I, I've always disliked horse riding. I love horses, the riding part, not my thing. But, silly man that I am, I lied. I said, oh, you like horse riding? Me too. Let's, let's go out and horse ride together. Oh, what a nightmare. Whew, I, I fell. It was, it was, and all that for what? Try to impress this woman who would have liked me the same. And if I told her, no, it's not really my thing, and let's just play tennis together or go skiing. So I fell from that horse, hurt my butt. The whole thing was a catastrophe. And after that, I said to myself, it's not worth it. So no matter who you meet, don't disregard the lifestyle, and especially don't lie about what you like or not like to do when it comes to lifestyle. Or like me, you will end up falling on your derriere somewhere and hurting yourself. Not worth it. You calls and new questions are next on The Rendezvous. If you want to share a personal romantic story that happened to you, please do so on the rendezvous and call me at 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Summer. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. And I should say congratulations to you, Summer, because I believe you just got engaged. I did. I am someone's fiancé. Congratulations. (laughs) Tell me how it happened. Oh, gosh. Okay. I have dreamt of this man and this moment my entire life. 
So Ooh. just a little backstory. There's like an app where you can get people to come and fix things in your apartment. And this guy, Chris, he came in and he fixed my mom's cabinet. And he was really handsome. And so we were vibing and we started dating. And we've been together for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about marriage, but I really did not expect this. And he actually went to my mom's house where he'd fixed the cabinet and mm-hmm. he put a ring box in there. And my mom in there. was in on it. Yes. <laughs> and so it was sort of like the original, like where we met. And it was just oh. like the sweetest thing. And he got down on one knee and my mom was there and my sister showed up. And it was just like the most beautiful, romantic. He had flowers and I just wow. was so overwhelmed. I just could not believe that he had thought about this sweet moment that we had when we first met. I like that a lot. I want to know how you felt when you saw the box and the ring. I at first thought I was like imagining it. <laughs> and then I kind of looked at him like, is this like a hidden camera show? And he just started laughing and he was like, open it. And then he was down on one knee and I was just like, what is happening? And then my mom walked in the room and I just was in such shock. Like, I felt like I couldn't speak. I think I said yes, but I think I was just like so over the top excited that I'm I'm hoping the word yes came out. I'm assuming it did because I'm wearing the ring. (laughs) That is funny. Anyway, I, I like that a lot, and I like the way you set it up and your emotions when you're telling the story. I mean, so congratulations to both of you, and really some many, many years of happiness to both of you. Thank you so much. And to anybody out there that's single, like, you never know how you're going to meet somebody. Who would have thought that my now fiancé was fixing my mom's cabinet? Like, Listen, that's amazing. That Exactly. I mean, you know, who would have known that? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that maybe I should change jobs then go from talk show host to that <laughs> no never you're so no. good oh, and I love thank- all your advice oh, thank you so much Summer thank you so much for listening to the show and most importantly congratulations to you and your fiance good luck to you thank guys you. oh thank you Simon thank you so much Okay, now I just received an Instagram DM because somebody's confused about the guy she's seeing and probably for a good reason so let's get to that Instagram DM next on The Rendezvous If you have a question, but you can't call me for any reason, don't hesitate. Just send me your question on an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. Miranda, what's going on with Heather and the guy she's seeing? Heather says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Heather. I'm confused by the guy I'm seeing. We went on two dates, and on the first date, he kissed me, and it was nice. But on the second date, no kiss. He just hugged me and gave me a kiss on the cheek. What does this mean? Mm-mm-mm. When you go on a second date and the person doesn't kiss you after they've kissed you on the first date, what does it mean? I'm going to tell you that next on The Rendezvous. Simple question for you. If you went on a first date and after that first date, the person kissed you and it was very nice. But on the second date, there were no kiss. There were no more kiss, just a hug and a kiss on your cheek. What do you think it means? And therefore, to answer Heather's Instagram DM, the answer is, it means you have no ticket. He's not into you. Because usually things go crescendo. It goes more exciting, more romantic, not from a kiss to no kiss. So don't give him the time of day anymore. 
just move on and find somebody who wants to kiss you passionately more on the second date than the first and on and on and on. Otherwise, it's okay. Just either be friends or never see the person again. But don't call him back no matter what now. It's not necessary because this guy is not for you. Thank you for your DM and your calls are next. If you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jody. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jody. So you caught your boyfriend watching what? Um, so I caught my boyfriend watching a bit of a ooh-la-la video that he created with his ex-girlfriend. So I'm just what? really confused on how I should confront him about this. You know, I think it's kind of inappropriate. So, you know, we've been talking about, like, marriage and family. But, you know, I need to know if he still has feelings for his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I just want to know first before I answer, how did that make you feel when you caught your boyfriend watching an ooh-la-la video of him and his ex? How did you feel? It it really made me feel less than, you know. I, I think I, I feel like I'm an attractive woman. So I don't know why he would still be interested in, you know, looking at his ex-girlfriend. I would be furious if I were you. I mean, because if he's watching ooh-la-la movies of him and his ex-girlfriend instead of, let's say, a ooh-la-la video of you and him, mm-hmm. I mean, Houston, we have a problem. Exactly. Did you talk about it with him or not yet? Not yet. Okay. So here's here's what I would do. I would um, I would say I need to talk to you. I said, listen, here's what happened. A, inappropriate to watch a video, ooh-la-la video of you and your ex. Two, for me, it's humiliating because you shouldn't be thinking about her or even getting, you know, all, you know, romantically excited about this with her. It should be about us, me and you. And so it's humiliating for me. And three, uh, I, I really question myself, what are we doing together? Mm-hmm. And then let's see what he says because it's such a red flag. It's something that we can't ignore. And... You've just discovered that he is, you know, very much into his ex for the ooh-la-la. Yes. Now, you guys have kids together or no kids? No kids. No kids. All right. So that's the good part in terms of if you have to break up. I would really follow my intuition, Jody, on that one. If you feel he's lying, if you feel he's not telling you the truth, if you feel he's, 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 if it was a one-time thing, but those videos should have been deleted. He should not be looking at this mm-hmm. at all. And it yeah. makes me mad because it's so disrespectful, but it also shows he's not so into you, honestly. Yeah. It would be a deal breaker for me, plain and simple. So I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to remind you to ask yourself always this question. Why would I want to stay with someone who still watch ooh-la-la video of him and his ex instead of us and then decide what to do, Okay. Okay. All right. I know it's not easy. I'm sorry, but I want you to protect your dignity. Okay. Thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night. Last question about dating. Do you prefer online dating or in real life dating? We're going to talk about that together next. Changing gears with a question for you. Single people, do you prefer online dating or like in real life? And I posted that very question on my Social media at Rendezvous Radio. Here are the results. 86% of you said getting out in person and meeting in person in real life. 
14% said, I prefer online dating. That's that's interesting. I'm 100% for real life, real dating, and online dating is great, but I like to meet people, so that works better for me. Plus, with my French accent, it's better if I speak English than if I write English, trust me. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you for sharing your love story. It inspires me every night. Thank you for trusting me with your questions. Thank you very much, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.